Christmas. Hose, hose, hose. Welcome to Fletch Wound Horrors. Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise show. I am Santa Dan, joined by the mean one, Producer Todd. Good evening. Bah humpugs. Namaste. And no Christmas gimmicks needed, Mike Kruger. <laughs> ho, 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 bitch. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Doing good. Merry Christmas. To... Yeah, I'm looking Almost forward to here. talking some uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh... Yeah, never. We've never done a, a franchise show for this, so we we've, figured makes sense. We've definitely talked about it for like a couple years in a row, but never found the time. But luckily, we've been very uh, good on our our time management this year, and the fact that you know the Blu-ray came out with the three, four, and five. So finally, like, yeah, seemed like a perfect time to do this. Kim, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So. uh I'm excited. This is a, an odd franchise. People tend to be yeah. all over the place in terms of what they like, don't like. And, uh, you know, I know a little bit, but I don't know where you guys land on some of this. Uh, Todd, I'll just put maybe. it out right now. I don't hate any of them. Uh, and for me, a lot, like uh, four and five, I had never seen. So, so I'm excited to get to those. Th- this, this was a first-time watch for those two. Uh, no shit. I know a lot of people enjoy those even more than one and two so you're fucking nuts <laughs> like i i get it no yeah. it's fine but like over one or two well, we'll and we'll or two about, whatever it is yeah, the one or two things the one i yeah. think there's gonna be some fighting tonight oh, possibly okay. <laughs> we'll, so we'll see i'm just saying if somebody oh, has three as their favorite they're gonna get socked in the fucking mouth i know <laughs> someone <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's pugs or he's. It's the Howard. I, I, we'll see how how this goes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is obviously a Christmas tradition for many people in the horror yeah. community. Very bizarre franchise. Like I said, as we'll go along through the different movies, we'll rank them. We're going to talk a, a little bit about the behind the scenes. Um, We've got, uh, well, at least a little bit of merchandise, which I'll have to grab because I forgot, but uh, uh, and some some cool different stuff. So, yeah. Todd, where, where do we want to kick it off with that? Um, well, we're just going to start general with the, the first couple of films and then we'll move on. Um, so Sweet. let's start with the first one. Yeah. So 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night, which... Uh, one of the most controversial horror films of all time. A lot of people will th- put that label out there, and sometimes it's not really true or it's exaggerated, but this is definitely up there in terms of the, the uproar. Yeah. Uh, but before we get it into had that, a future star complain about this fucking movie. Well, it, <laughs> well, it did, which we'll get into that. But it all started when producer Scott Schneid got a script from uh, a guy called Paul Kamey, who was a college student. And it was, uh, he sees you when you're sleeping, which was about a killer Santa. He hated the script, so, but he liked the, the killer Santa concept. So he optioned this and then had uh, writer Michael Hickey develop a new story, which led to what we got. Uh, this got produced for TriStar because they wanted their own horror franchise. And uh, Hickey 
wasn't a horror fan, so he kind of went against some of the the tropes with this as far as really taking time to get to know our killer much more than you had in the typical slasher of the era. And so and we, and the one thing that I think really sets this apart is the Morgan Ames Christmas music that was created for the movie. It's a very oh, memorable sound. Of the Ama- amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing soundtrack. So this actually opened up against Nightmare on Elm Street. And it was... Did not know should, should say, in the Midwest and on the East. Yes. Because they, they were regional releases. They didn't... I, absolutely. Yeah. And... I need a I need a paper towel after that, I, <laughs> dude. That would have been like if I lived in the fucking eighties and saw Nightmare on Elm Street and Silent Night Deadly Night in the same night. I probably would have fucking jizzed all over. The like, I'm just dehydrated <laughs> and entertained. <laughs> what a yeah, the jizz comment wouldn't make the VHS tape, but you know it's true. Keep saying that one day we're gonna make it. <laughs> it was still a hit. This was pulled after I believe about two weeks but still made over four times its budget. So when you let that sink in for a little bit, that's just amazing, especially back then where a movie had longer legs. Usually but, it managed to make all that money in such a short amount of time. But but when it also came back to the theaters too. Well, there yeah, were, yeah. So it wasn't yeah. just that two weeks before it was pulled because yeah. there was that second run. So It, it was a huge moneymaker. Uh, and... But man, did they rally against this movie, the PTA parents groups. It was on Donahue. It was on Siskel and Ebert, those two fucking yeah. cocksuckers that shit on it so bad. That, it's funny because uh, that's it, what Dan does now. <laughs> well, the, I don't know. I just don't respect those two. And I don't miss those two. Um, I agree. It, hey, he, it, he, Ebert gave us Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Well, there you go, but still fucking. Um, twice a day, Mr. Chad. <laughs> so, yes, Donahue, so many, I mean, really is genuinely one of the most controversial movie horror movies ever. Really weird, though, because four years earlier we had Christmas Evil, and that didn't get any of this kind of backlash. Not, uh, not good enough marketing. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, sure it pissed true. some people off for sure, but you know, I don't think it never made the national news like Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think truth- it's oh god. Oh no, I was just gonna say, truth be told, I am more of a Christmas Evil guy. I, I think am Christmas Evil I am is too. amazing. Yeah, the Christmas Evil is the pinnacle of Christmas horror for me personally. But with Silent Night, Deadly Night, it's funny that you're talking about like all the controversy and stuff. And I even see similar stuff happening today with Christmas, Bloody Christmas. If you go and look at any of the Cinemark or whatever theaters are showing Christmas, Bloody Christmas right now in the theaters, you look at the comment section and you just see all these old ass Karens flipping the fuck out <laughs> about the fact that there's a fucking killer Santa movie out there. And it's just like, you dumb broad. Like this shit's been going on for fucking like 40 years now. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I did pull some of the hate quotes, Dan, if we want to pull them up too. Pull them up. Yeah. All right. Let's do the first one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Santa's stocking of outrage the controversy my three-year-old son saw the television commercial for silent night deadly night last night and now refuses to sit (laughs) on santa's lap for our annual christmas picture this year how dare (laughs) producer ira barmack rob my child and others 
like him of their fantasy. What next? A marauding of turkey on Thanksgiving? Well, hopefully she didn't see Thanksgiving. Paige Hurley, concerned parent from the Brooklyn Center of Minnesota. Minnesota. Paige Hurley, fucking liar. That didn't happen. Here we go. Who wants to read the next one? I got it. I'll go for it, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Okay. Wait, wait, Dan. You need to read the last one. Hugs, go for it. Okay. Santa's stocking out of outrage. The critics rave. It's fairly safe to predict that Silent Night, Deadly Night will start making worst movies of all time lists almost immediately. It, <laughs> it has all the prerequisites. Oh, it has all the prerequisites. A roaringly bad idea, <laughs> depraved writing, script writing, tastelessness, naked opportunism, a catch yeah. full of actors who mug, uh, gesticulate, and savor uh, every rotten line, a general we're only in this for the money attitude visible in every sloppy frame. It's the kind of slasher movie that might have convinced uh, on the, that conceived on the back of a cocktail napkin, Michael Wilmington, Los Angeles times. I hope you're dead. What the fuck is gesticulate <laughs> mean? Gesticulate. Gesticulate. What the fuck is that? Mugging. Yeah. I've never uh, heard that word. It's a college time. word that you need to fill out. Yeah. It's, LA Times. <laughs> All right, Dan. You I can tell this. I only graduated high school. <laughs> Dan, I saved this one for you. You brought it up, and well, you kind of embodied the man. Well, I'm much taller than this guy. All right, Santa stocking of outrage. How dare they? I'm all for the First Amendment, but don't give me Santa Claus with a gun going to kill someone. The scum who made this movie should be run out of town. I fucked Judy Garland. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey Rooney, actor, Hollywood, California. With my little cock. I think he played an Asian, too, one time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I do. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Probably because his cock is fucking two inches. (laughs) (sighs) All right, well. (laughs) All right. uh, Back to Silent Night, Deadly Night, Dan. So Silent Night, Deadly Night. By the way, uh, the, the, that last comment, Dan, right? Star of the fifth fucking installment, you asshole. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, which is so ironic, and we will we will get to that. But uh, yeah, so ironically, uh, director Charles E. Sellier Jr. was kind of known for directing religious films at this time. He did disown this movie before he died. Apparently just hates it, hates it, hates it. Uh, Good riddance then, you motherfucker. (laughs) Um, This one, I I know Michael uh, Hickey uh, realized that when he was writing it, he needed to add more humor. I think the scene with the grandpa kind of coming out of his uh, comatose state to terrorize his grandson is one of the greatest scenes in the history of cinema. I believe it was um, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez reenacted word for word mm-hmm. that scene during a panel. If you can yep. see it on on YouTube, it's hilarious. Uh, this whole thing, it, it started, it shot originally as Sleigh Ride, which actually was a title that was taken at one point. And uh, yeah, and it was a huge smash hit on video. As, and Things get really weird as we get into the sequels, but I love the original film. I think it's insanely entertaining. I think that uh, Robert Brian Wilson is Billy. I thought really good. I, some people criticize him, and I don't know. I thought he played, you a know, boy-ish. grown up. 
traumatized, you know, grown up uh, quite well. I I think he was awesome. He actually did appear in a Hallmark movie with Eric Freeman that was directed by David Dakota uh, Mm -hmm. with a callback to, well, they didn't star, but they both uh, had a scene together that had a callback to these movies, which I think is hilarious. Um, And yeah, I, 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 I'm highly entertained by this. If you look at a lot of the Christmas horror that came after, uh, you know, Jack Frost kind of borrowed from it with their sledding scene, some of the kills. Now, the downside is the uncut version. You know, we're not, not the best quality for some of that footage, but nonetheless. It's improved I, a lot since that first DVD, though. It has. Yeah. Yeah, it, they I they've like done it. Drainy. I don't. I don't know. I just it it just feels like I shouldn't be watching this. Well, just like even the, like there's a fan cut somewhere out there of one and two together, and I I had never seen any of the uncut kills or anything like I that, and it, it looks really really nice. Yeah, and uh, I, I think just Mother Superior, yeah. uh, Sister <laughs> Sister Mary. There's a lot of uh, Sister Margaret. Sorry. There's a lot of very memorable characters in this film, and I I think it always it always holds up. Like I said, I don't think it's the definitive Christmas horror movie. Black Christmas, the original, and Christmas Evil, I still put way 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 above it. But for a, a Christmas horror B movie, I've always really enjoyed this uh, a lot, and I think it almost rises above the B movie title. Uh, I think so. Some of some us ways. prefer this movie, Dan. Yeah, um, the funny thing is, Dan, you know, they're all, all three of those are like B movies on pretty much the same level. Sure, but I think Black Christmas goes well above a B movie. It's a low but budget it, movie. I would it's still a B movie, movie though, it, yeah. but it, it still yeah. is by definition. Not, his it's not an A picture. Well, the, it picture. is an A picture, Todd. I'm going to call it's, it an A it's picture. It's not oh, an A picture. Well, I'm going to call it This is like Dad picture. calling everyone superstars and fucking. So fuck you, Todd. Well, everybody, yes. Well, uh, let, let, let me fucking stop this tag. bullshit right hot here. Tag. So I was one of the very few people that, uh, like, everybody knows uh, watching this podcast, slasher movies are my fucking shit. That's my favorite genre of horror. But I actually had never seen Silent Night, Deadly Night until probably about five years ago. And um, just watching it for the first time, it totally blew my fucking mind. Uh, Granted, I've seen, you know, I watched Black Christmas and uh, a few other Christmas horror movies like Jack Frost and stuff, but I never really got into like the pure killer Santa slasher movies. And discovering this for the first time it just it blew my fucking mind i love billy i love the sleaziness of the movie and uh how dirty it makes you feel and how sympathetic billy's character really is because you know i don't necessarily think he would have became the killer he was if he didn't have these fucking nuns fucking with him the whole fucking time and just making his trauma worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's one of the, like at the time when I first watched it, it was one of the few movies that I saw that tackled that subject matter. And it really, it really hit home with me just growing up in a religious family and stuff like that. The more you, you know, you 
fucking beat in that religious bullshit into somebody's head, the more they're going to end up rebelling eventually. And the way the story plays out, the kills, everything about this fucking movie I love. And it's one of my favorite slasher movies of all time. I do agree with Dan. I, it's not on Black Christmas or Christmas Evil level for me, but it's right there, right next to them as one of my favorite Christmas horror movies of all time. And one of my favorite slasher movies, period, of all time. This definitely is in like my top 10 or top 15 and uh yeah i was just it was weird because i grew up you know with all the big four in my life and i just never got around to this thing but uh i'm glad i did now and with all the sequels and everything like i had no clue this movie even existed for a very very long time were you aware of the remake though um yeah actually i had seen the remake before uh the original all right, we'll we'll come back to that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 and just like I picked the, I think I picked the remake up on a fucking like at Hollywood video or some right. shit like that. Ten year uh, anniversary this year for the yep. Silent. It's been ten years already. God yeah. damn. Yeah. It feels like a movie from a decade ago too, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> it does have that uh, feel for sure. Uh, for me, I don't remember when I first saw this movie but i do remember the first time i bought this fucking movie i was at amoeba and i lost my shit because it was one and two 9.99 i saw i was like oh fucking 9.99 great hell yeah i go to the cash register i pay not paying attention i go uh get my stuff i see the receipt why is this shit over a hundred dollars it was 99.99 so i was pretty fucking upset However, it was like that version's out of print, and like it was worth up to around I don't know three or four hundred bucks until the the blue first Blu-ray came out. And I was like, whatever. Um, I I don't care. I get to support this movie. Uh, I actually hold it above the movies you mentioned, Black Christmas and Christmas oh. Evil. I prefer this. I will press play on this way before I press either one of those. And I do I do love those movies too, but this one for me is the shit. It, yep. I go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I get that too, because like, even though I love Black Christmas and Christmas Evil, Silent Night, Deadly Night's the one Christmas horror movie I need to watch every single year after I first saw it. Like, there hasn't been a year in the last five that I haven't rewatched one and two, you know? I guarantee you that will continue. Um, Yeah, because I I watch this every year, every every fucking year since I've spent a hundred bucks on the first fucking DVD. but no, I, I love the characters. It's wholesome at times, and then it's really fucking mean, and then it's really violent. I remember the first time I saw the antler kill going, whoa, that is not how I remember this. This is great. And the, again, with the adding the grain and stuff, it just looks like I shouldn't be watching this. So Did, did, you, did you like the line from Linnea, if you don't go to bed, Santa won't come, and then the boyfriend, he's not the only one. That's right. Fucking <laughs> 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 A. But no, I, I from start to finish, I think this movie rocks. We have a fucking uh, Santa burglar who's a fucking dickhead and murders somebody for like fucking three bucks. And then he almost fucking tods this lady, which I wish he would have, before or after the slicing of the throat. I still I consider care. it my first. That your first? Oh, that, that's awesome. I still do. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just we watch this little kid grow up fighting all this mental trauma. And then the the system fails him, and then he goes off on the fucking rampage. It's fucking awesome. 
That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that exactly right there. The system totally fails this kid, and that's why he becomes a killer. I think that's why it really has resonated with me as one of my favorite slasher movies. Because anytime you can feel something a little bit for the killer, even though you know he's killing people, you feel bad for him. And uh they they nail it home with this movie. They they take a lot of time too. Again, like you yeah. spend a lot of time with the killer understanding. Yeah. You grow up with him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, maybe this turned me um, against, well, I was going to say, um, yeah, maybe this turned me atheist. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I watch all three of them every year. Black Christmas, Christmas oh. Evil, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I watch this one multiple times per year. Yeah. I'm like fully accepting this. Well, this is 100% my favorite movie, Christmas movie, period. This would This definitely goes in my top 10 favorite movies, period. I love this movie. I always have. I mean, again, for, first totting on film probably for me. It's funny. My cousin brought this up today because when he was a little kid and he moved into the house, that's the first movie he remembers us all watching. Was Silent oh, nice. Night <laughs> and side story, his late mother is the one who turned me on to Silent Night, Deadly Night, too. That, so it's, she's the that's answer. Right. Okay. So I, give her props. Yeah. All this and chainsaw, but all this together. I mean, but even without that, I love this movie. I always have. Um, like I, the Toy Story footage is just like taking me back to my childhood. eBay wet dream. Yeah, <laughs> they touched a million dollars in that toy store. That's uh, um, probably close. Cap, that Star least. Wars section alone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I I do. It, it's it's one of those I watch multiple times a year it it gives me the christmas feeling so 100 yeah, percent. i mean almost every frame of this fucking movie feels like there's some sort of christmas going on and n- not even just that just like the the feel of it. it it's such a product of its time that if you're in love with 80 slashers this is pure comfort food yeah absolutely um still the know, golden era too yeah, you know 100 percent do you guys know the the Halloween connections in, in the first one? There's three, and I can only remember two off the top of my head. I know I, I used not. to know these because we went I, over this. You you quizzed me on this when we first <laughs> met, and I had the, mostly. I think I had two of the answers. <laughs> well, hopefully you have the one I can't remember. Uh, the dad, who they think is the killer Santa in the bedroom with the daughter, mm-hmm. is actually uh, Don. Uh, what's uh, Michael from Part Five? And I can't. The stuntman's uh, Don. Dan. Either of you, anyone help me? Don. Well, the, uh, he's the he's Michael Myers in part five. That's right. Okay, and I I, I want to see Don one. Shanks. No, no, the, the, the actual Michael. Michael. Yeah, he's a stunt man, but he's oh, he's, he's yeah, he's he's Michael in five. And this one I didn't know till recently, so maybe maybe this is why I quizzed you. It was when I found out way back. Um, Leanna's boyfriend in the in the scene is. Uh, Barry Sims from Halloween Six, the, the the one that's getting whipped on by Mother <laughs> Superior. <laughs> no, 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 no. Boyfriend, the Lin- yeah, pool hall, yeah. pool table. Oh, yeah. Linnea Quigley, Cindy's yeah. boyfriend. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but yeah. do you know who was initially considered to direct this? Very, you know, twenty five years old. Oh. No, no. Sam Raimi was considered really? to direct this. Yeah. That would have been interesting. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, I'm glad he didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that style fitting. Yeah, it would have been it, different. Yeah, it definitely would have had a different POV Santa vibe. shots all yeah. over the. Oh, you know. Yet I could see him directing some of the sequels. Yep. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, th- this movie just. Like I said, I can't say it's one of my favorite movies of all time, but I will say one of the best scenes of all time with the grandpa and the kid. The kid just sold it like just that trauma like on the face, like just was like, well, like and I, I you? well, and and the way the grandpa goes, Christmas is the god most goddamn scary <laughs> night of the year. Like he sells it so well, and just seeing like the just the way the actor that plays the grandpa, the way his face looks. And how the emotion comes in and just goes straight to lifelessness once you know everybody else walks in the room. Like Toy Story, so good. Santa's Um, coming to punish you. Yeah, and then the 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 little kid the whole time he's got like way too much lipstick on. (laughs) And one thing I want to say is like this movie makes sense if you looked at like it it feels realistic. Uh, If all these things happen to a kid. I wouldn't be surprised if they turned out to be a killer Santa, you know, later on in life, uh, which That's is what, what I'm really, doing really after like the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just going to go to the strip club Neighbor. and reenact his punish, <laughs> punish. You can probably get in the club for free today, Dan. You're like the the DJ said to come in. <laughs> <laughs> come on, bitches, sit yeah. on my lap. <laughs> Who's been naughty? <laughs> he's a dancer wearing his gym shorts. <laughs> You got the red at least. <laughs> are they red, Dan? They are. Hey, he's got chat. He's like, I'm pink. <laughs> when did I say I was wearing shorts? Oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. So, um, before we do, we want to move on to the sequel. Yeah, absolutely. Before I'm I have sure to we'll think more back. about Dan's cock out in the sandwich. <laughs> I'm trying. It's cold gotta, over there. It's 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 a hot it's suit. You got to get the air in from below. You know, you know how it goes. Oh, okay. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Yes. Uh, so, all right. Well, you know what? I'm not going to go first on this one. I, I will say in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, of course, we pick up directly where we left off with the other one with uh, his brother, Ricky, which they teased from uh, the end of the, the first film. Naughty. Uh, and... I'm going to I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't like this movie. I do and I'll elaborate. Well, I'll elaborate real quick. A movie that has 40 plus minutes of recycled plus, footage. It's only is, it's only like 30. It might even be under 30. I cuz you're counting some of the narration, but it is about 40 minutes of flashback footage. And I know some people are like, "Well, there's narration over it. It's still and I, you know what? It even half hour is way too much. I, I have to judge the film as a whole. I now I will say this: <laughs> props to Eric Freeman as Ricky because this movie would would have nothing if it weren't for his crazy unhinged performance. That might that probably completely an accident. He wasn't an experienced actor, but hey, it's like one of the number one YouTube clips, Garbage Day, and call it bad acting. You know, that's probably true, but that does make this movie. H- having said that, uh, 
anytime I sit down to watch this, I have to fast forward like 40 minutes of it because why am I just going to rewatch all this footage? Because you had a blast so, the last time. Yeah. So for, it's so, dumb. so for me personally, I like this movie a lot, not only because I feel like it hits all the high notes of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and gives me all of that. And for a while there, I would watch this movie every year over Silent Night, Deadly Night, just because gave me everything I wanted, gave me all the kills and all the cool shit. But the stuff that they add for Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, the kills with Ricky, I think are fucking really good. That goddamn... uh, uh, fucking umbrella kill yeah the, the kill where he's shocking the dude and his eyeballs pop out of his fucking glasses there's a few things in here that keep keeps me coming back every time i don't think it's perfect by any means i mean i, I get what you're saying dan like you know there's a ton that's just you know well, regurg- regurgitated from and- the first and I neglected to say this began its life by trying to stitch together a new movie with old footage, uh, which... Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of how it yeah. came out. No, but. I'm saying, though, they were trying to, like, add some narration, use alternate footage to just make the whole movie. Yeah. Originally, that there, there wasn't even all this this new stuff. Well, I'm glad how they did. they would have done that, I don't know exactly. Well, yeah, if they, if they would have did that, it wouldn't have been, you know, uh, as effective for me. But yeah. as a slasher fan and a guy that's a kill guy, they, there's stuff here to keep me coming back every year. And it's why for a while there, I, I revisited this more than I did the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, how, what, how do you feel about a stroke that somehow turned Mother Superior into the elephant. <laughs> no, it looks fucking. Like, no, what the fuck? I make fun of it every time I see it. It's fucking. Junior shit. from Problem <laughs> Child hit that bitch with a dirty pan and got that wound infected. That is my head cannon. <laughs> For real, but like, again, there is so much hokey shit in slashers that you forgive in other movies that, you know, you don't even think twice about it. So it's one of those things where like, yeah, I make fun of it every time I see it, but it doesn't affect my rewatch of the movie because I still have Ricky. And I think Ricky is fucking amazing. I mean, garbage day. Like that is fucking one of the best lines in horror cinema. I'm sorry. That shit is hilarious. It has been memed and fucking gift to death and it's worth it. It's and, unintentional gold. I'll agree. Eric Freeman is unintentional gold. But but not even just that, the kills themselves, that umbrella kill, one of my favorite kills in the whole franchise. And we'll get that to that later on. But I think the stuff that Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 adds is worth watching and is what will keep me coming back. Granted, yeah, I, I still prefer the first film, but at the same time, there's a reason why I always have to go back and watch them both together. Even though I'm being recapped for fucking 30 or 20 minutes, whatever the fuck it is, of the first movie. And you know what? I love that first movie too, so I, I, I ain't complaining too much. So yeah, rough back-to-back right. watch. Though. That's the one problem. That's like, I don't think so. I like this. Like I marathon shows, so I like this long version of the previously on. But now we're up to date. I'm that's fucking cool with me. I I think it's great. All the added narrations makes an excuse for it to be there. Uh, and then all the stuff with Ricky. That shit rules. So on. I, I don't really give a fuck. This movie rocks. I have a blast every time, and I don't fast forward shit. 
All right. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, did I not go? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the tone is set the moment we're starting, and we're getting a POV flashback of a baby. If you yes. just accept <laughs> that, the, the baby remembers it all. <laughs> one that of my the tone. One of my favorite things, though, is him and the uh, the guy who's playing like the nurse or whatever, the guy that's overseeing Ricky, and just their their weird stare offs. That, that just ha- they have. There's like 15 of them in the first five minutes, and it's great. Like every time Ricky just makes a jerky movement, this fucking this this nurse is just like. <laughs> Every fucking time. It's I awesome. did like that he that he the talking in the movie theater scene. Oh, I think yeah, that's that's cool. That's that cool, dude. I, all the, I feel like all the kills in Silent Night Deadly Night Two are fucking gold. Garbage day. You got the fucking eyeballs. That the fucking umbrella. Like there's a lot there, and I will even argue and say. In comparison to Silent Night, Deadly Night 1, and I love the kills in that movie, too. The kills in 2 are better. See, I don't agree with that. The fucking umbrella kill is fantastic. The umbrella kill, yeah, that's fine. But we I have mean, a I, favorite kill coming up, so don't yeah, go too far. Yeah, yeah. Most, most, <laughs> yeah, yeah. most of the, the only enjoyment I get out of this, I will say Mother Superior no selling that stair bump which <laughs> for an old lady for an old lady it was just like she's still talking shit after that <laughs> and the fact that she has a fucking another wheelchair like on the bottom of the staircase the, and she's getting in there real quick the, <laughs> the power of christ was like r- flowing through her it was like <laughs> Hulkamania there. Why? Like, it, it, was ba- it was baby um, Jesus growing off the side of her I'm not face. I'm not selling you, Ricky, brother. (laughs) I I do like this one, um, but for different reasons than the original. It is just a bad movie to watch. I don't consider the first one a bad movie. Yeah, there's some things here there, but I think it's a good, entertaining film. This one is more a movie for the bad bad movie crowd, which brings us to part one or part two, because there's a divided faction. Like Kruger mentioned, he'd watch part two every year because it gave him the flashbacks, which is really only 30 minutes of, of the joy that is Silent Night, Deadly Night 1. But, um, so I know, well, Dan's part, obviously part one. But part I'm one, saying, it's insane to say part two is better than... I was going to say, if you're going to draw a line in the sand, I will land at one. How, but I get it. You get the best of both worlds into. Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm a one guy. Oh, 100%. But especially now that, you know, again, this movie hasn't been in my life as much as it has for you guys. Right. But part two, I do think hits all the high points of one. Why having this ridiculous cheesiness to add on to it? So, uh, like, I'll take one over two, 100%. But two... Uh, there'll be some years that come ahead of me that I fucking just throw on two and I'll be happy because I think it really hits all the good parts of one and just gives me this ridiculous fucking cheesy ass slasher for the rest of the movie. All right. Well, oh yeah, I'm of course one. I, I just, yeah, just, just wanted to bring shine light on the fact that there is a divide. I kind of thought we were all going to be, but I know Kruger was one that watched too. So yeah, I get the I, reasoning behind it. The the last cut, like I would say probably, uh, you know, this movie's been my life for around five years. 
and uh, the last two, the, or the the last two before this year came, I had watched two over one. But again, rewatching one, it's one of my favorite slasher movies ever. And from this point on, maybe I'll watch both together. But still, I do think two gets everything that's good in the first one, and then just adds on. Some cheesy bullshit. So if you're construed for time and you don't have fucking, you know, three hours to watch one and two together, two is a good alternative option. TLC, just watch one, but that's me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now let's talk about, well, the sequels are an interesting story. We'll talk about the IVE sequels. Yeah. Three, four, and five. So... I, I mean, I'll, I'll just go first. Uh, three, I had watched pretty recently. Well, before before you just oh. get into that part, let me give a little bit of history yeah, of how yeah, these yeah, sequels came to be. Yes, um, yes. So after, you know, IVE was a home video company in the, the 80s, USA Entertainment has actually distributed the first Silent Night, Deadly Night. And I think by the time two came around, it was IVE. Um, and they decided, well, you know, those first two did really good. Let's, let's do a third one. And instead of, they decided instead of like hiring, you know, spending the money, give them the money, have them do it. They thought let's buy the rights and make it in house. You know, they know how much money the movies make. They know what to do. They know how to market them. So really they didn't need anything, but the the property. So that's how we got our sequels to silent night, deadly night. And they were very, you know, successful but we'll talk about the first one and that is Kruger. Yeah, so, about the third one. Silent Night Deadly Night 3 again, like I said, this whole franchise is fairly new to me. And when I found out fucking Bill Mosley was in Silent Night Deadly Night 3, uh I just immediately wanted to watch it. So after watching 1 and 2, I went to this movie and I thought it was a total piece of fucking dog shit. Uh, I I I just the kills were shit. The story was garbage. Bill Mosley doesn't isn't able to animate himself at all. He just plays this fucking walking zombie throughout the whole thing. But as time has gone on, I decided you know this year especially since we were doing this franchise show to give it a rewatch, and I regret to inform you, I still think it's a piece of shit. <laughs> Like I really do. I, I I don't like this movie. It bores the fuck out of me. I, I love Bill Mosley and you know what? Him being in a Silent Night, Deadly Night movie is very, very cool. But the kills are garbage. The story just it doesn't fucking make a lot of sense at all. And once you get to the end of it, you're just like, Man, this could have been so awesome. Like when you look at Bill Mosley and you're just like Bill, it, it's fucking Bill Mosley. It's that's Chop Top. That's you know Otis Driftwood. <laughs> obviously, in later years, but you expect so much more out of it, and it just it, it doesn't give you much. And I really don't like it a lot. It's not one of the worst slashers I've seen by any means. We have definitely reviewed and talked about some shit bags that I would fucking watch this over any day of the week, but. At the same time, when I compare it to everything else, I would say it's towards that bottom of the list. Yeah, it 
Well, first off, I want to just say directed by the great Monty Hellman, who started out with Roger Corman on uh, Beast from the Haunted Cave, uh, you know, working on the terror for Corman. Uh, He's directed a film called Iguana that I'm a big fan of, but most of all known for Tulane Blacktop. Excellent movie. This guy was sort of uh, booted out of the Hollywood system, essentially but made some really awesome movies. Cockfighter, which, no, is not uh, a porno. <laughs> Did just uh, come out on Blu-ray, though, from yeah. Screen Factory. Wait, so yeah. what's Cockfighter oh, about? I'm curious. It is about cockfighting in Georgia. <laughs> so so it's about, like, fucking chicken fighting? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but there's... Dan was saying it wasn't the other cockfighting. No, I'm just asking, motherfucker. No, no. I'm interested in chicken fighting. You might like it, yeah. Uh, cockfighting was like legal in Georgia up until like the 80s or something. No, I, I like, dude, enough. it was legal in a lot of fucking places other than just yeah. Georgia. Um, shit. That, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. Well, I say this because even if you don't like Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, it, it is worth don't checking out some you. of this director's <laughs> other work. I mean, legit fantastic director and um yeah uh todd had mentioned like richard gladstein the producer uh acquiring this to to try and make more sequels and buying the rights from the previous producer uh this movie i i've never liked it Uh, i mean there are some things to enjoy i i think um laura herring of course an early appearance from laura herring uh who's uh very very beautiful it it's i guess the best thing i can say about it is it's not as bad watching it this time as it was in my memory but it's not very good if you're looking for kills if that's what you want out of these movies garbage. this is the worst one that's the last one for <laughs> sure <Garbage> <laughs> um but there's still some like <laughs> random what the fuck laughs to be had You've got Bill Mosley in this salad bowl walking on the freeway and nobody questions <laughs> anything. His, the way his brain is just fucking showing in there, too. Like, it, I mean, it, there's I, ho- like it. I think there, that's funny. <laughs> I know, want a toy. <laughs> there's a hokiness to this movie. And, like, I will watch this over a lot of other slashers out there, but I just, it doesn't compare to everything else in our catalog. It's better made than two. Well, th- that's, give it that. they say a lot of it has mm. to do with it's a Monty Hellman film and not really a slasher. And, yeah. and that turns a lot of people off though. With the Tarantino connection, that, that whole little, uh, the car scene with the two old actors, basically just driving and having a whole conversation built thing with snappy yeah. dialogue is kind of familiar. I mean, no, I, I get that. And like, even with the kill, like they try, you know, they, they cover some rooms with blood and try to make it look cool, but it's just like not seeing any of the on-screen violence really hurts. Yep. That first reveal, though, when Bill Mosley just has the blood on his thing is dog shit. <laughs> well, well, that and, like, I just think in general, just the fact that Ricky is this brain-dead motherfucker is stupid. Because Ricky had some some of the best lines in the whole series. And wasn't he shot in the fucking chest? <laughs> like, they didn't get a headshot. Yeah, he should have been dead. Yeah. Uh, like i would have liked it better if they would have blew the back of his head off and that's why his brain's in this fucking fishbowl or why couldn't we get enough another flashback from one of the other kids at the orphanage <laughs> see that would have been cool too 
like having yeah, but, another kid be traumatized by the axe that would have been a better yeah. approach i think uh, i didn't give my full opinion on three i also think it's not very good and i really just want a bill mosley figure with liquid in the head that's yeah, it, it's it's a crime we don't have that it's the one thing about vestron putting it out i wish scream did it just for the figure Dude, it, i i hope in the future when uh, like when bill mosley is just scraping no! the scraping the bottom of the okay. barrel <laughs> he's fucking he, he he just they remake this and just make a good slash i would pay, he's scraping it he's scraping. i would pay so much money for a photo op with bill <laughs> with the fucking... yeah, we don't want fucking otis we know what we want <laughs> to mean yourself for us mostly that would be very very cool or even just like give me a short where there's they just have him killing somebody because it just sucks because i i love bill mosley he's one of my favorite actors in the horror genre period and anytime i see him on screen i'm hoping you know for some nasty kills like you know him as chop top just bashing that motherfucker's head in. <laughs> you don't um, get any of that <laughs> no but yeah I, I i do like this one i'm like one of the few who do it's weird it's it is it's just now the, you said your opinion changed on it recently i you know what <laughs> i liked it okay when I first saw it, I really liked it. When I was when I was a kid, then there was that long era I did not like it for again. And then I don't know, this like I I fell out of love with it and now I'm not in love with it, but I really did like it, so it's kind of like I'm back to where I started. You seeing it on that Blu-ray probably helps. I've had I've oh. actually owned the digital for a while and it looks the same so so ironic. Yeah, but like, you get a hold in your hand, Todd. You really you, you realize well, <laughs> you're older. Yeah. Look at <laughs> like, Bill, yeah. goddamn it. Look how that awesome is, this cover that is art beautiful. is. It is so, beautiful cover. So ironic that he produced Richard Gladstein produced Pulp Fiction not too long after this. And that's and what I'm that, saying, the yeah. snappy dialogue scene. No, it I makes mean, sense. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work quite as well, but Robert Culp also who appeared in another classic Christmas horror movie, Santa's Sleigh. So, uh, well, this one's not a classic, but yeah, he did better, I should say. Uh, but I'll I, allow I, it. I will <laughs> say now that I have the Blu-ray, I don't think I'm never going to not watch all five of them. I, you know what I mean? I watch all six. <laughs> you say wait, that now. You say five. <laughs> all, all, all six. All six, sorry. <laughs> See, I will watch all five every year. That's about as far as I'm going. I've I watched yeah. This All is right. uh not like a every good, year. Yeah, this is not a good movie, but I don't hate it like I used to. It it's it's not very good, but it has its moments. I won't be watching it every year though. We have a hundred percent seen worse slashers in <laughs> this fucking <year>. slash miss <laughs> and slash tober. So I yeah, I, I get what you mean. I don't I don't completely hate it, but I do think it's probably one of the weakest of the franchise. Well, now we got a couple first time watches, I know for Kruger. So I'm really interested in this. Um so I would imagine that Kruger would be the one to like this one a lot. So I'm a huge fan of society. And this Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 feels like a sequel to society. And a big point of that is probably because Brian Yesna used a lot of his ideas from his previous script for a society sequel in this movie. And 
I fucking love this thing. I had never seen it before other than the, you know, watching it for this show. And I just had a great time. It just, it, it felt like a awesome continuation of this weirdo society that's super sexual, that's, you know, trying to get people into it. And it, 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 with the slugs and everything else, it just, it almost at times feels Cronenberg-esque, I will even say, uh, just with some of the body horror and Clint Howard literally giving one of the best performances, I think, of his career. Um, I prefer this <laughs> actually. <laughs> dude, I, I prefer this actually over Ice Cream Man, which is a movie I absolutely love. But to see Clint Howard and to get showcased in you know that weirdo, almost pervert, homeless guy angle, and all the effects and everything like this was a treat for me. And as a huge Brian Yuzna fan that had never seen this movie before. This is a must-watch every fucking year for me from this point on. And I know a lot of people, and I think you guys have even said this uh, you know, behind the scenes, that this doesn't have a lot of Christmas feel to it. But on you know, my first time watch, I feel like there was plenty of Christmas lights. You know, you got the whole Christmas gimmick going on with the family and them, you know, exchanging gifts and stuff and uh, yeah, I, I fucking love it. I, I think it's one of the best sequels that we've got in the franchise. And once we get to the ranking, uh, you know, I think I, I think it will show. Uh, but yeah, I, I fucking love it. And as a huge fan of society, if you love this fucking movie, I think this is a must watch for you because it feels like a continuation of that story. Yeah. I, I agree. This one's really fucking good. I always forget how much I like the fourth installment just because, you know, when you do rewatch them in order after three, I'm like, fuck, what did I get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, yeah, this one's the weird one. I, this is going to be uh, entertaining and gross. And it is. It's it's uh, it's wild. But uh, fucking Clint Howard, man. Come on. Like the, It opens up with a fucking cheese. Oh, no fucking cheese. <laughs> like, dude, like, okay. <laughs> This movie can suck from now on. I'm having a blast. <laughs> oh, then they have that scene where he's wearing the 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 Pinocchio domino mask. The dill, the dildo mask. Yeah, dude, that's 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 just fucking cool. I can see Clint Howard being in a cult like that. <laughs> well, well, and just like even stuff like that, I've seen that you know uh, accentuated in other horror films later on. And I wonder if there was anything else before then that had that weird dildo mask because uh it, it, it was shocking when i watched it i was just like fuck i've seen slip this not. before i, I <laughs> slip not but like there's uh maybe He's I, not feel there like anymore, there, <laughs> I feel like there's an unearthed film out there that had a similar gimmick going on where this guy you know had this weird phallic looking nose on the mask that why he was struggle snuggling some chick and this get this probably inspired that which is very, very cool. <laughs> um, Dan, Practical bugs, too. Fuck yeah. Me. It's funny. My mom, like, has a roach thing. She, like, came in Dude. Right, right during that part. She was like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> and I reminded so- her. I was like, remember last time? Bet you wish it was 
penises and vaginas. <laughs> Dude, no, I so I watched this with my mom too, actually. And uh just because she, she li- actually really likes the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. Um, and she had never seen this like me, and we watched it for the first time before this uh franchise show, and she was totally grossed the fuck out and was just like, I don't like this shit. <laughs> I'm like Dude, this is fucking a hundred percent like just a continuation of society, which she didn't care for much either. <laughs> but as a, as a Brian Yesna guy, fuck, dude, this is awesome. And, and also, it, when I watch when I watch these Silent Night, Deadly Night sequels that involve Brian Yesna, they feel very on par in tone with his dentist films that he worked on he has a very well. distinct style you can see that in, in the yeah. yeah yeah well and i like that they kind of go to him to just do this batshit craziness you know when it comes to franchise like he did it with fucking reanimator he did it with fucking uh return of the living dead three you know he, he has this batshit crazy vision when it comes to horror but for me it works just because i love all the stuff he had worked on prior Dude, now that you mentioned Reanimator, we should do one of those for Reanimator. Yeah, we'll have to do that one in the future. Yeah. Um, uh, Todd, you didn't go or Dan didn't? Yeah, no, I didn't. I was going to throw out um, something. I don't know if you guys know that the last third of the film, like after her transformation, mm-hmm. everything after that was supposed to be flipped. Like, but it was too expensive to do the process to flip the film. So it was supposed to give an uneasy oh. feeling throughout the, the rest of the last half of the movie. Now, no, I did not know that. that how's that hard to do? Well, well, back then, because you had to process the film and do it backwards. It wasn't like now mm. you just push a button and flip it. Fair point. I bet. Which, <laughs> uh, but if you watch it after that point, if you look at things in the background, numbers on houses, license plates, they're reversed. I did not pick up on that. So I've been watching this movie for years. I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah. After that transformation, look, you'll see the the doors, the numbers on the door, uh, like on the house, the license plate on the card. They're they printed them up backwards, so when it got flipped, it would look normal, but give you an uneasy feeling. Like it's supposed yeah. to throw you off. Like it's places you've been, but like everything's backwards. So. Well, it, well, it kind of makes sense when you get to the end of the story, and you yeah. you wonder if this is all going on in her head or what's really is happening. Yeah, Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan. Yes. So, nineteen ninety, Brian Usna comes along, just basically says, "Fuck Christmas." Uh, I'm gonna just do my own thing, and I, you know what? I think it was probably perfectly fine. At this point, this was not, you know, a, a, a golden franchise as far as, you know, continuity at this point. Although I will say there is that line, I'm the Santa Claus killer. I'm not sure how you get to Clint Howard as Ricky, but <laughs> somehow, some way, Ricky, so- <laughs> you know, Bill Mosley, shit happened. Down the brain in the jar. Some, some, but, some uh, homeless guy was uh, fucking popping off it, the yeah. fucking thing on his head. He drank the brain juice. <laughs> Made him struck. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this was actually released in the UK at one point under the title Bugs, which makes 
a little more sense for what we get here. I'm a huge Brian Usna fan. Uh, I'm also a massive fan of society. I think Bride of Reanimator is great. Uh, I always find something to like in his movies. Now, this is not the pinnacle for him. This is by far, you know, not his best film by any means, but I do enjoy it a lot. Um, Clint Howard is one of those very distinct, there, there will never be another Clint Howard kind of character actors who... Even a terrible movie, he brings it home. In Street Corner Justice, he's also in that as a hobo. And he's only in the opening scene where Mark Singer chases him and uh, he feeds off of a, a hooker's nipple blood in uh, in a dumpster. There you go. He stole the whole movie. Couldn't tell you anything else about it. Except, you know, what else Brian, do you know? <laughs> Brian, Brian Cranston plays a priest. But overall, uh, yeah. He steals the show um, and he steals the show here. I mean, he's just fantastic. Um, and it, it's just such a weird movie. The screaming mad George effects work, uh, the the roaches, the roach birth. Uh, it, it's just a really nasty, visceral movie that that for me really works well. It's always been rumored that this was a script that was initially intended for the third film that Monty Hellman hated and it ended up being adapted for this one, the fourth film. I, I still would imagine things changed quite significantly uh, in, in between there because this is very much a a uh, Brian Usna film. More of a Lilith film than a Santa Claus film. And judging it for what it is, I mean... I love this movie. I think it'll be reflected in my rankings as well. I, I think it's uh, it's not perfect. There there are some issues with the story and the script, but uh, nonetheless, overall, this 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 film really kind of rocks. It does feel a little unfinished at times, I guess, uh, which is one thing I will say about it. But uh, just simple. I mean, the spaghetti moving the. Mm the bugs um it's not not so much a gore film per se it's just it there's grosses a lot of, you out yeah a lot of gruesome effects the the whole scene with freaking clint howard with the a dildo mask on the uh, fingers too dude like yeah. the way the fingers contorted and shit like just to yeah. have that body horror in there like brian yesner is amazing at that and I, I think it sho it showcased in this movie very well. So this was it supposed is. to be directly after the sec the third movie. No, well, I don't know directly. The, the, the but... second movie. So, yeah, yeah. so Ricky, that sucks. That Ricky's life is terrible. <laughs> you would have ended up homeless <laughs> after going nuts. <laughs> Poor bastard. Uh, but yeah, like the slime coming out of the girl's badge and just yeah. like that scene uh, fucking rocks. I want to make my shower head look like that. <laughs> uh, it, it is it is a good what the fuck kind of movie. Like I said, not using this best, but that's a, a very high bar. And yeah, I have more fun with this one than than most movies in this. Well, and, and one thing I, I will say is I heard a lot of people just, you know, kind of shit on it a little bit online when it comes to the Christmas feel, but to be honest with you, I got plenty of Christmas out of this movie. So well you just says like yeah he said get all that Christmas shit out of here. Yeah but but, it, but there's but there's parts of the story that really like the, even the beginning even the beginning like when the chick falls off that fucking building there's a fucking Christmas tree 
filled with lights right before she falls yeah. off. I get and then you're going from a killer Santa to that, so it's a little different. I get the complaints, but what I was gonna say was the, the funny thing about Yuza or Yunza. When he saw the box, he's like, yeah, we should have made that movie, which is how, basically how we got five. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, yeah, I probably should have made a Killer Santa movie. So that leads us right into five. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, check it out. I, this is one you don't even need to watch for me at Christmas. This one I could pop on anytime. And uh, very much uh, love it every time. The effects are just so... Ugh. I mean, we Ma- George, we, everything he does is yeah. Awesome. We get Maud Adams is in there. We got Reggie Bannister in a small role. Um, they really put uh, Neith Hunter through the ringer as as Kim in this movie. She, yeah, yeah. You know, she went through some shit. <laughs> getting uh, slimed by and Elise 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 Beasley from Moonlighting fame at the time, who. Uh, was afraid of Clint Howard. Let's be real. Let's be real, dude. He's kind of scary looking. He's weird. I would definitely roll up my window. I don't want to give you money, dude. Go away. Yeah. It's one of those movies that kind of makes you wonder, like, if Maud Ra- Maud Adams rented it afterwards, and what the you know, I just showed thought. my age with that window thing. No one knows what this does yeah. anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's a weird thing. You're like, oh yeah. But so the the, the yeah. body horror and the uh, bug effects really impressed me a lot. Like when that that imagery of Clint Howard holding that fucking nasty larva thing and just fucking squirreling around in his hand. Uh, Really, really good stuff, and I I wasn't expecting much because when you look online, in comparison to the other sequels, like you know, you look on IMDb or you look on Letterbox or whatever, the ratings are very low. But fuck, man, I, I thought this was a hell of a sequel, and very big surprise to me. Absolutely. So, moving on to part five. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toymaker from 1991 and director Martin Kittrasser. And uh, in this one, we see, uh, well, the guy that uh, apparently got over a lot of issues he had with the franchise. Well, there's Nick- still question if he actually knew it was a Silent Night, Deadly Night movie. Yeah, really? well, he all- I don't remember this. There's also a matter of just... May have even forgotten he fucking said it at that <laughs> point. But Mickey Rooney, <laughs> Mickey Rooney is Joe Petto, and huh. uh, we With also get Brian. Uh, sorry, I lost my place there. We also get uh, Brian Bremer Bremer as Pino, which uh, definitely once again this one is more Christmassy than the last movie, but. Uh, also, in its own way, very much what the fuck. Um, yeah. This one, uh, uh, Brian used to admit it that uh, the only reason that Silent Night, Deadly Night w- was just to sell his movie. So they, uh, they definitely were cool going in different uh, directions. But I, I kind of like the Pinocchio story they came up with this. Uh, it, it is still really out there, but this is a, a fun movie. The toys coming to life scene. Um, there's a lot of great special effects. 
in this and then the random character crossover from initiation where uh you know you got clint howard back playing ricky but maybe not really playing ricky uh you've got um neath hunter also coming back not having quite as bad a time on this one as she probably had making the last one which was on purpose from him too he he wanted to give her a nice easy role (laughs) absolutely um there's not there's not a super clear motivation for joe petto and his why he was killing but uh this movie stop coming to the store dan that's enough to drive a man crazy it's enough uh, well but this one yeah there's still some issues but it's a lot of fun it really is a lot of fun i mean who would have thought silent night deadly night when you're watching the first one that you know eventually this is going to lead to a fucking android yeah, that, that would have been, been hard to predict. And I think the kills are also really awesome here. But uh, the scene with uh, Pino, uh, I love you, mommy. Like, and he's humping her, yeah. Don't be afraid. It's Yeah, it's like <laughs> when he pulls the and when the camera pans down. <laughs> pans down to his like, watch is banging. He can create anything it's like well almost anything (laughs) it it also still has that weirdness about it that i think uh makes it a really good time it's not a perfect film i this is one that i do think there's a lot of people that maybe elevated a little bit higher than it deserves but i still have a blast with it i think it's a, a ton of fun if you yes. have fun, that much fun with it, it's totally okay to go fucking full, <laughs> full with it. Go for a cruise. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, just on this first time watch, I was I wasn't expecting you know much, considering I had heard, you know going from a movie that feels like a society fucking sequel to this is very very different. But I do like the Pinocchio angle. I think that's very very cool to see that. Implemented into a horror storyline, and the whole android thing, like it, it, it fits very well, and it makes more sense why Joe Bigos was originally going to make his Silent Night, Deadly Night remake be Christmas Bloody Christmas. I mean, when you think about the series as a whole, having a fucking android and then having an android being turned into a killer Santa. Uh, it almost makes me appreciate this movie a little bit more than I normally would. The killer toys are awesome. Uh, the whole scene where the sex scene gets interrupted by all the killer toys and just the mayhem that happens yeah. in that fucking thing. <laughs> it brought me back to the good old days of Puppet Master. I was going to say it made Charlie Band hard. <laughs> yeah, like it, it really hit it hit home with those good with those good notes. The final act, I'm a little iffy on. Like, it feels a little over the top when it comes, you know, full circle with the whole story. But at the same time, I still had a good time with this. It's not one of my favorites when it comes to the whole franchise. But, um, again, like, after watching fucking Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, that is essentially a society remake. There's a high bar to hit after there. Uh, but I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. And again, it's another one that like after watching all the sequels and watching everything this time, I don't think there'll be a year that I just don't revisit everything other than maybe three, but we'll get to that later. All right, Dan, tell us about silent night. 
All right, so Silent Night is the 2012 reboot from Reboot Remake from director Stephen C. Miller. And uh, so, yeah, we get Mike uh, Malcolm McDowell as Sheriff Cooper. Jamie King is Aub- Aubrey Brattamore. And so Aubrey's dealing with uh, losing her husband, boyfriend, I forget uh, which... And husband husband, and uh, has to deal with a Santa Claus killer that comes in Uh, very first thing that's very different between this and the original film is we don't really get to know a whole lot about our our killer. This one's more of a straight just by the numbers slasher film, which is perfectly fine. Uh, And um, it's a little uneven. At times, as far as like the humor uh, versus the more you know serious elements, it don't does put an have... avocado on it, Dan. <laughs> yeah, some of uh, the Ma- the Malcolm McDowell stuff. Watching it again, I was like, man, some of this is not quite. Dude, he chews that shit up. It. It's so cool. <laughs> he tries, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work as well as it used. I do like this film. Um, like I said, I think there's some great kills in here. There's some uh, really good uh, dialogue. With some of the characters, uh, I like that they at least have a callback to the the creepy grandpa faking uh, his dementia. That scene um, is so it's, good. It's not on the on part the original, but I did like that there was at least some uh, callbacks to it. And again, I'm not one that's going to complain. It, you, you have to do it a little bit differently, and um, you know, but you know, it is very different from uh, the way we handle the killer in the first film. Uh, the wood chipper kill, I always say that always works. And fortunately here, it doesn't go too CG heavy with it. Uh, I also, there's the garbage day call back. What is this garbage day? Uh, so they throw some, they throw some stuff in there. The deer antler kill. There's a lot that they kind of harken back to, but it is very much a different kind of film. It's not great, but it is a very entertaining uh, slasher film. Uh, I, I noticed a few more things about it that that bog it down a little bit compared to when I saw it back in the day. But nonetheless, I'm still very much entertained by this movie. It's not the original, though. If I'm being all, if I'm being honest, it, it, it's funny because some of those callbacks are kind of what like annoyed me about it on the rewatch. I'm like, it kind of felt like that, and uh, you know, I've kind of. Team, change teams on the Nightmare on Elm Street remake but it's like you're showing me what was good in the original <clears throat> and it's making me want to watch the original because they did it yeah. better. I feel yeah. that. So yeah, for the most part they don't do it as good. Better. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I do like the film but I'm kind of with Dan like rewatching it it's not as good as I remember it like the wood chipper kills is fucking awesome but overall it, it's like I'm not a fan of the backstory um the mask, man. Come on, like the, the his yeah. look is fucking hard. It just made me. Wa- they just made me want to rewatch Christmas Cruelty. Now, I understand so. that completely, but <laughs> it's a cool now. idea. Santa with a fucking flamethrower, dude, and he's he's got the black eyes. He's got the. the I I like the look a lot. Man. Again, that's, I that's I hard for me. I accidentally let it like yeah I, I forgot about this. <laughs> also, who's, <laughs> who's shooting softcore in a shitty dying town? Like it's that? still it, early. It would yeah. be triple X. I mean, uh, she's you want a cheap fucking hotel it. room? 
Yeah, she easing her into it, Dan. You don't just yeah, fucking. It's... Not everyone goes right off the bat. Even a senator's daughter or mayor's daughter, whatever the fuck he was. Uh, it's called. There's still some gro- yeah, I don't man, think it's Kim Wynorski was shooting here. No, I'm talking like the beginning with the uh, the shoot. Uh, the, the girl that got thrown into the wood chipper. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was little silly. Yeah, they, they were grooming think... her. Give her also, a had a also they could have, cameo. They like, could have been filming the stuff for the hotels or like Cinemax and stuff, Dan. They're filmed the same day, that you know. Well, technically, most of the time, they just shoot hardcore and cut it down. No, they do different scenes. <laughs> I'm I guarantee you, Tad. Okay. <laughs> there are some that are just cut down, though, sure, too. Sure, but for the most part, just so there's no accidents. Why are we talking about this right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah not derail. Um, <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, yeah, this was my first Silent Night, Deadly Night movie that I had watched. I watched it right when it came out, and I loved it from then. It reminds me of the slashers that we got in the early 2000s, especially when it comes to the color palettes and stuff that are implemented towards like the final act. We get a lot of those like greens that we got in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Freddy vs. Jason, all that stuff. And it really, uh, it's just, it's a nostalgic film, even though it came out later on than all those slashers in the early 2000s. It feels like it fits very well with them. And uh, yeah, I love this movie. I I think it's awesome. I actually really do like the way they take uh, the, the, the take that they take on the killer Santa. Um, the fact that we have to wait to the end of the movie to really understand the whole story coming together, I thought was very cool. And it contrasts very well compared to the original film where we kind of watched this, this descent into madness. And then in this movie, we have this killer Santa through the whole thing, but then towards the end, we finally find out what his motivation was and why he's doing what he was doing. The kills I think are really good. There's some CGI blood splatter in there that is a little jarring at times, but there's enough practical effects to go along with that that really balance it out well. And I, yeah, I just, I have a very, very good time with this movie. Uh, it's one of the silent night, deadly night movies that I watch rewatch every single year. And yeah, I love it. I think it's a fucking damn good remake. And, uh, even watching it with other people this time, like, and watching the original Silent Night, Deadly Night before, they were like, damn, this is actually pretty good. Tithing all the high notes of the first movie, but kind of doing stuff differently, which I appreciate. And the other thing I really dig about this movie a lot is the amount of Christmas feel throughout this. We get a bunch of scenes. Black with Xmas style, yeah. A ton of Santas, and it, it just it works very well. <laughs> and pl- Not to mention the little twist they do in the story when it comes to the Santas where you think, Oh, maybe this Santa's the killer. Oh shit. Maybe that guy's the killer. But then every time you feel like you think you got it figured out, fucking killer Santa comes in there and hacks somebody up, which really, really, uh, adds to the rewatchers for me because every time I always forget who the fuck the killer Santa is. And then by the end, I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, for me, uh, I think it's great enough to get the second two words. It could be called Silent Night, Deadly Night for me. Like, I think this movie is fucking fun. 
it's it's a great um, uh, updated version of a story we fucking love. And I never thought about it before, but you're right. The originals do do it better, but I'm just glad they brought it here and they made it look kind of glossy and fit in like what Kruger said with the early 2000 versions of the, like the remakes. That's a, Which makes sense. Cause I'm yeah. not a big fan of like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. yeah that, that's what I'm saying though. Like with the color palettes at the yeah. end, like it totally reminds me of those early 2000s remakes that we got a slasher movies. Like the plus green. the extra good looking people. Good it reminds people. me more of uh, like my buddy Valentine era, a little bit later era. I fucking for me. love that movie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I love the My Bloody Valentine remake. This is That's not on fantastic. par with the My Bloody I, I, I wouldn't agree. I think it's in but... good company. I, I would be, for me, I enjoy it just, My Bloody Valentine is way better, but I enjoy it yeah. almost the same amount. Um, because it, it's Michael missing McDowell. naked Todd Farmer. <laughs> well, always, the more the better. Todd Farmer, well, come on to the show. We'll talk. <laughs> you can clothed or not. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, Malcolm McDowell's fucking one-liners are hilarious. Uh, I, yeah, he was just a very enjoyable character. And if they want to do a short of just him and what he did when he was not on screen in this film, I would watch the fuck out of that. Which... Uh, and, Oh, Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, which is funny because I know you're not a big fan of the Rob Zombie uh, uh, Halloween it's... movies, but he channels the same gimmick he does in two. I think he allows himself to be purposely funny in this one. Though. Oh, you know, you said two. You're right. Yeah, that's yeah. Malcolm McDowell well, was like, not my problem with movie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, when you because uh, I just recently rewatched them back in October. And it just it felt it felt like it was the same spirit that Malcolm McDowell was bringing to the second movie when he's kind of playing the heel, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, uh, but the most important thing about this movie for me that Santa Claus looks fucking hard. Like yeah. I want figures, I want a life size statue. He looked fucking cool, and I I saw this movie before I saw Christmas Cruelty, so Christmas Cruelty does it better. To go to Dan's point again, <laughs> so this movie is good enough. I think it's great. Santa Dan figures coming. Uh, order yours now at FleshmanFeatures.com. There you go. All right. So on that note, are, are we ready to rank? It's going to be a pencil sharpener. Right <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll start with Dan. Go clockwise. So, Dan. All right. Your... So you're, hold on. So, Todd, you're going second? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Counterclock. Go for it, Mr. Dan. Just go first, Dan. All right. So my ranking from best to last, uh, my, the first one, is the original. I think that still ranks as the best film in the franchise uh, pretty much by far. Uh, I love that film for reasons we talked about earlier. My second favorite is Silent Night, Deadly Night for The Initiation, which I do very much uh, love that film. Uh, my third favorite is Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. I think that one's uh, a blast, and I enjoy it quite a bit. Followed by Silent Night 2012, the remake. Followed by Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. And then last, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, because it's not a really a complete film, and... Uh, the camp moments are great, but as a whole, it's the weakest of the the whole bunch. But uh, may have considered putting it over three, but I just couldn't do it. All so right. there you go, Pugs. All right. Well, my number one is 
actually, like Todd, one of my favorite movies just in general. I fucking love it. Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, the first one. Classic, undeniable. Fuck Dan. Number two. <laughs> There's another fuck you to Dan. Because it's Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. <laughs> That's fun. It's a short, good short film. We're doubling down on the first one. And yeah, and with the added bonus of the extra shit. Then my third ranking would be the remake, Silent Night. I, they kept, they did what number two did, just better. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like the, uh, the remake. And then I will go Toy Maker. So number five. Then number four. And number three, then number three is be my last one. But I don't hate any of these. I will watch these anytime. Three would just be the one I'd watch the least. All right. All right. So for me, the original, obviously, one of my favorite slasher movies of all time. Uh, then I would go with Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. This first time watch really hit home with me. Uh, again, as a huge society fan, feels like an awesome follow up to that movie. And yeah, I fucking love it. Then I would go with the Silent Night, the remake, uh, just because it was the first one I watched, and I fucking I absolutely love it. I think the kills hit hit perfectly, and uh, everything about that movie is what I love about those early two thousand slashers. Even though it came out in two thousand twelve, uh, it feels like it's a good companion piece to those remakes that we got in the early two thousands. Then I would go with Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, which I just, I, I even with its faults, I fucking love it. Fucking Umbrella Kill, Garbage Day, fucking, it, it, it's a great time. Then I would go with Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, even though I did really like that movie a lot, it, it, it ends up on the, you know, end of my list compared to everything else. And just the fact that, you know, Ricky and Garbage Day, uh, is like one of the my favorite lines in horror history. I got to put Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 over 5. And then at the bottom of my list is 3. I Again, I don't necessarily absolutely hate the movie, but that's mainly because Bill Mosley's in it. <laughs> you know, uh, if you take Bill Mosley out of the equation, I probably would hate it, but even with him walking around like a brain dead dumbass, uh, I, I I do like that movie enough to not completely hate it. And like Pugs, I will watch all of these whenever. Like it, you know, it's not one of those things where I'm going to avoid one of them. And uh, I think for the future going forward, I'm going to watch all six of the movies every Christmas uh, season. Fuck yeah. All right. I think we're all kind of different, I think. Um, I'll probably be the most different. <laughs> my favorite, like, again, already mm -hmm. mentioned, one of my favorite movies, period, is, of course, the original. So that's no shocker to anyone. Everyone's number one. Yeah, one big one. My, <laughs> my second favorite is uh, The Toymaker. Oh, so, wow. And uh, these two were close, because that and then four, The Initiation. Um, followed by three. I do really like that one. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Followed by two again. I love those. I, you know, I'll watch it. I watch those every year. And then we have the remake last. I like it, but I don't feel like if I, I won't feel like my Christmas is incomplete 
like I will if I don't watch those five. So you, you take three over the remake? Yeah. Okay. Remember Barry, but that's cool. Well, <laughs> it's Bill Mosley. I'm not going to fault yeah. you. For it. You know, I think a lot of because it is just different, weird. I think a lot of people's problem has to fall with Bill Mosley, and that's that he's criminally underused. Well, that, but like, I think my biggest issue is just the kills. Like, you compare the kills, to, and you know me, I'm a I'm the kill guy, but. uh when it comes to kills, like I think that's the weakest out of the franchise. Right? I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, I I respect it. Bill Bill Mosley is enough to you know get you through at least uh, the faults of Silent Night, Deadly Night Three. Even though he doesn't say much and just acts like a brain dead zombie through the whole thing, but it's Bill Mosley. <laughs> All right, so this will be interesting. Favorite kill. Um, let's let's go counterclockwise again, Dan. Uh, well, I, I I decided to actually go with a kill from Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, the Toy Maker, and that is when the toys come to life and attack the screwing couple, because it's not just a one quick kill. Um, it's brutal, you know. They take out the boyfriend, and uh, there's just so much going on in that scene that I think it's uh, the best far as being extended especially so much blood too like that i think that's the thing that they really get over in the sequels is there's just blood fucking all over the goddamn place in every kill sequence which uh yeah the the toy jumping on homeboy's fucking chest and just chopping them up and then that one uh i guess you would call it a muncher toy that looks like it's about to clip onto the chick's badge and then eat her ends up literally yeah <laughs> uh, good stuff and then the, the scene also afterwards where she's the survivor and she's just completely fucking covered from head and toe in blood great imagery right there um my favorite kill is from the first movie and it's the antler looking like quickly getting hung up on the antler it's just iconic and i still remember how i felt when i saw the extra footage going like actually piercing through i was like this is fucking gnarly. So member berries included antler to kill him. The first one. Um, yeah, I'm also the antlers kill. Uh, I just, I, I think it's amazing, but I will give props to the remake version of that kill. I think they did a very, very good job with it. Even though the original is my favorite kill. The fact that the killer Santa in the remake fucking like chucks his ax like and it just like fucking you know is spinning through the air and clips this chick in the back of the heel like pet cemetery style and that's how he gets her up for the fucking gimmick i i think that's an awesome remake kill even though the original antler kill is my favorite I thought you would have been a different one. Let's see if t- before I give it away, Todd gets it. Well, there's, I don't think there's one other I have. Okay, I think that one rolls too. You know, Antlers was my number one, but you know what? I gotta, I gotta dig in, dig deep to what created what I, and I gotta go with the death of Ellie. So the mom and the uh, the original. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what I was thinking about, but you're right. Well, well, the thing about that kill that's good too is like, like the initial shot, you really don't get the full effect of it, and then later yeah. on in the movie, you see her hair throat slit, and I swear to God, they go back to that titty shot probably about fifteen fucking times between nice the first and second movie. Uh, so I get that a hundred percent. My my runner up though. There is a fucking head bisection that happens in the remake that is completely practical and it looks fucking amazing. It's like probably one of the best head splitting uh, scenes I've seen in a very long time. I, for whatever reason, didn't remember it uh, until I rewatched Silent Night this, this time around. And, uh, yeah, it, it's just effective. It looks fucking nasty, and the way he splits the head in half, and the way it just pops open. Beautiful practical effect in the remake, and uh, it, it, it's probably my second favorite kill. But I, I, I thought it would have been the the sledder, the bullies, the one who gets his fucking head decapitated. Dude, there's so many though. Like even like the original movie, I think is uh, like especially watching it uncut for the first time this time around. Uh, the hammer kill, that kill that you're talking about with the sled. Uh, it, it, it's very consistent throughout the whole fucking movie. Uh, but I cannot not talk about the umbrella kill in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 because I think that fucking kill is just brutal as fuck. Awesome. And the fact that the umbrella, when it pierces through him, is broken in certain areas and just the blood all over it, it fucking looks so rad. Uh, the kills in Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, I, I just think are underrated. Uh, you know, you look at that movie and, you you know, you talk about all the stuff that they add in from the first one. But when you look at what was filmed for that movie specifically, the kills, I think, are very consistent. Even with the guy getting the fucking electricity to his mouth and then his fucking eyeballs popping out of his glasses. Uh, really good stuff. And I love the callback to that in the Silent remake Night, as yeah. well. Yeah. All right. This one, I'm kind of curious. Favorite killer? Dan? All right. Favorite killer uh, for me, hard to top him, Clint Howard as Ricky in Silent Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Doesn't kill a lot of people, really. In fact, he barely. How are you, gentlemen, surprised? (laughs) Clint Howard is an icon of his. Well, that's Dan. It's it's Dan's spirit animal. Let's be real. No, well, and the scene where she's looking at him killing her boyfriend from underneath the bed, the uh, that that scene just like even though there's not a lot of gore to it, it's just you know you see like him stabbing him and then just blood fucking flowing through the floor but it's kind of disturbing honestly and i feel like if i would have watched that when i was young it would have bothered me a lot so uh i i get that 100 percent. silent night deadly night 4 is fucking awesome uh, i am a billy yeah i'm a billy guy too uh i just i i love being able to go on that ride with him through his descent into becoming a fucking serial killer, which is very, very cool. And uh, just with his character alone, I love the fact that the nuns are kind of what pushes him over the edge. I think Uh, if he didn't end up in a fucking boarding school with a bunch of nuns, 
I don't necessarily think Billy would have became a killer Santa Claus. But the fact that Mother Superior strapped him to a bed and whipped his ass and fucking Didn't all come this real boom. hard. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it was a it was a, it was a growing experience for everyone who watched. It. She oh, looks down. Her, her habit is stained. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how do uh, Billy? Of course, <laughs> Titanica pandemonium. Alicarda. <laughs> Mia Mia Copa. You doing to yourself? <laughs> Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Favorite line, Dan. Favorite line is from Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, uh, once again. Uh, so this one, fucking A, burger, burger. It's like, oh, no fucking cheese. <laughs> yes, fucking knew it. And then, he, <laughs> then he proceeds to eat it, even with the bugs crawling yeah, all over they're it. They're crawling all over it. They're crawling all over his fucking face Clap. after he takes that bite. And just the way he says it at first, when we don't even have a close-up shot of him yet, fucking a burger, burger. It's like like Aww. a demented child going to the McDonald's drive-through. But then he got pretty cool and hip right at the end with the yeah. fucking no fucking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna keep mine simple because I still say it to this day. <laughs> Punish. I it's that's the shit. Yeah. Punish. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know, I was also punished, but there's a line in part three I noted down and I didn't bring up. So I'm going to say it's my favorite, or at least it is at this very moment. So it's not the little blasphemous bitch in, number, in the remake? <laughs> no, that's true. But yeah, it really is punished, but I just want to say this again. Want to lick my candy cane, little girl? <laughs> Dan that's has that tattooed right yeah, now. Watch you. <laughs> <sighs> so... This one most should be, Christmas-y. yeah. Which most Christmassy besides you know Dan the, right now, <laughs> the uh, the original. I think definitely the most Christmassy of the bunch. The soundtrack, just the aesthetic, just everything. The original. By I me. love the soundtrack because I can just play it and like no one will know I'm not like playing like Christmas music. <laughs> uh, oh, Todd's soundtrack. really getting into the spirit this year. Yeah, <laughs> some good shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the original is also the most Christmassy. I agree. The original for me, uh, especially with the toy store stuff going on, uh, you know, the Santa and the toy store. And then eventually we move on to the orphanage and we have like, you know, a fucking snowman being built up right before Santa gets shot right in front of all these kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think the first one definitely nails the Christmas Eve vibe. But I'm just going to say, I I disagree with a lot of people that say that Ford doesn't have enough Christmas because I think it does. It's there, but it's not integral to the plot. I think is what like the the biggest thing about it is. Yeah, but there's multiple things in the like you know the whole fucking gift exchange scene, and then the way that comes back into play towards the end of the movie where they want to take the kid. Uh, I I I think it fits in there well, and it's not like like I know Dan said like he could watch it whenever, but like. For those purposes, uh, surely I'm going to watch this every Christmas season. Yeah, I, I'm also the original. I think there's some argument for, you know, maybe the the fifth one. God, oh, yeah. The remake too, and the remake. Those the are the remake. Yeah, the remake. Santa Clauses. The the fucking guy we didn't even talk about. I can't. The character actor. 
he was one of the funniest Santa Claus ever. If, the, if one, Billy, the, the one want, with the hook nose that was. Yeah, I want him and Billy Bob Thornton to make the third one. They just have to Verse Bad Santa is that? Is that <laughs> yes. Uh, I was, we can throw Dan in there right now. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking Sling Blade. Like Sling Blade has to come <laughs> no, in and, and fuck up this killer Santa. <sighs> All right. Well. Fuck yeah. Well, uh, Todd, so, you gotta go. You said. Or did you? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I said it was the first one, obviously. Okay. But five would be a close one. Merchandise. All right. Who's got what? Well, well I only got one thing. So, well, the well, movies, yeah. Yeah, I could, I could just point out. I just literally picked this Brand. up today after Spin. watching four. Um, <laughs> okay. So, I, I, I had to have this in my collection, even though I don't even have Silent Night, Deadly Night one or two in my collection because of Yet. the fucking. Yet, I'm hoping Scream Factory comes out with a 4K. But uh, they will. and then my other <laughs> thing better. I have, I don't know if you want to make me big. For okay, this yes. Time, oh, but yeah. this is the uh, other release they did of the Billy from the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. If you can see, I already took him out of his gimmick, and I just kind of have him fucking floating in here. <laughs> but he's got his hammer, he's got his axe, and. After watching this movie for the first time, I went to my favorite toy store in Arizona, Toy Anxiety, saw this motherfucker, and had to pick him up. And he's one of my most prized possessions in my collection because I just think this figure is awesome. And I prefer the packaging on this box compared to the Scream Factory uh little gimmick they gave you when you bought the blu-ray and all that we'll uh, see just, that in a bit <laughs> yeah just because i like the uh i like the art on this more and uh yeah i i just i love this figure it's one of my most prized possessions and yeah i fucking uh, i highly recommend if you are able to get your hands on this one specifically do so uh over the other box just because the other box just it, it doesn't I don't think look as nice. Agree to disagree. Well, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Um, I like I, both, but I, I well, you you fucking are just bragging because you got the more valuable one. You <laughs> <laughs> Yours actually well, has an extra weapon. I oh, he did, had did, the does he have the so. Yeah, same one. Yeah, Dan, Dan's smarter than me and fucking doesn't take it out of the fucking. I'm jealous because you you can play no, with yours. Not. I can't play with my. <laughs> well, the thing I like about these NECA boxes is if you open them properly with the right thing, they'll open up fucking perfectly, and you can uh, take the little the little bastard out. Oh wait, I oh, now I got to look. Hold on, show him again. See, you get to play with them now. I'm jealous. Yeah, I think the hammer is exclusive. Yeah. And the hammer is one of my favorite kills in the franchise too. So, but yeah, and the face sculpt is perfect. His dead fucking his dead look. Uh, yeah, I I just I fucking love this goddamn thing. All right, well, all right. Oh, let me get my stuff. Okay, so first thing, anyone want to guess? Because I grabbed my my media too. Because I have that. So it was. I had the movies, but I figured, I, yeah. What 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 movie do you think I have in the most formats? One Ooh. has to be one. I would Dan? think one. I would think one. I wish I still had the posters to show off. I used to have all the posters, but pugs. Five. 
All right. Well, no one got it right, but you can count along. Um, I, I'm missing one on one, so that's probably why. But okay, we'll just go through all the release. Oh, there's the tape for three. Nice. I don't have the first two, and it's still I still haven't pulled. Now I won't do it because they're so expensive. But fuck so. yeah. And and you know why? Because you couldn't get them on DVD for a long time. So we got the VHS, and you know Dan knows I don't have a lot of VHS tapes left. Yeah, you've been liquidating quite a bit. So then we got five. So I have I have all the IVE sequels, or by this time we're live, but same thing. All right. So what else? I got all the weight of those. Oh yes. So then I have this. Sweet. Very nice. sick. See now I got to get the mostly to sign it just to do it. So, Dude, three, that shot, that picture of him is fucking money though. At the end, it of is. That. So three is the one you have the most of then. <laughs> Shockingly, huh? No, Bill Mosley. <laughs> but then you know, I just gonna show the releases real quick. There's the second release. I couldn't find the first one, but I have it somewhere here. I don't know. Was if it it's that one or the other one? But it the was other the one has a two. slight. They I can't both remember. Have, okay. But it was. But, I thought it was nine ninety nine, and I was had. <laughs> yeah, I believe you told me that before. Yeah. Both of, both of those poster arts are great too. Yeah, I and, agree. And that's the, the one they did for the that's the, three, the, four, and five. Yeah, and then of course, see first Anchor Bay disc. Nice. And then of course we'll do the screams. Yeah, I'm jealous, motherfucker. You got that slip cover on there. That's that's been my biggest deterrent on why I haven't picked those up. No, I'm I, I'm hoping Scream Factory well, does one and two together. You like could always go that route. Yeah, that's true. And get the UK one. I still have the slip on mine too. There we go. I see. I like the the art, just the way it's the yeah the full. But yeah, it's a, it's an it's base it's literally it's the exact same content as the other one, but I wanted both releases. And then you guys already showed that one. Yeah. And there's that one. Okay. I don't want to get yelled at again, but <laughs> see, mine only has the axe. But I like these packages because they can sit, just sit on top of the shelf. I don't have to like hook them. No, I get that. I like but... being able to hang them on the wall, though. That's... But he doesn't have the fucking goddamn hammer, motherfucker. I know. I wouldn't <laughs> see. I would if I got that one too. I'd get it to open. So I have a Toxic Avenger, same style in the box, but they also have it in the kind of box. See, you this is the one I'm fucking jealous about because they didn't fucking put this out in the nice. in the packaging like they did with Billy on this one. So the, yeah, I think they said this one was supposed to be exclusive. Yeah, but but. Yeah, I want to. I, I mean, I really could take them out and like play with them, but I'm not going. To. <laughs> these these boxes are easy to do. But... Yeah, very, very, very cool. And, and, I, and I'm pretty sure both of those go for a pretty penny nowadays. Well, these are two. I'm not. Yeah, as we established, I like realized. Yeah, this is like one of my favorite movies, period. So. No, I get it. Uh, like I said, it's up on there for one of my favorite slashers of all time. All right. Well, we got one more. 
Future the franchise. What do we do now? Well, I could just go ahead and because I always say this probably on every fucking franchise show that we do. But Billy as a killer in Dead by Daylight would be very, very fucking cool. And, uh, you know, they Dead by Daylight, the video game, they have all sorts of horror icons. They got they have a board game now, too. Yeah. Uh, and they got Freddy, fucking Leatherface, uh, fucking Michael, Pinhead, all the big, big ones on there. But every year they do a specific Christmas event. And uh, one of the years we got like uh, the clown killer in a fucking Santa Claus outfit that looked really sick. He got like maggots coming out of his fucking belly button and all types of shit. And I just think Billy would be an awesome addition to that video game. I don't necessarily think Silent Night, Deadly Night, because it's a Christmas, you know, horror film, uh, will have legs to have its own video game. But the next best thing we could do is get him as a killer in Dead by Daylight. And I think that would bring a pretty good audience to the like, even like if if you're not in in it for Freddy, you're not in it for a fucking goddamn Michael Myers or Pinhead or Leatherface, you got fucking goddamn Billy in there, I, I, I think it would be very, very cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, you, got, you guys? Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be... I got two ideas. Two... Okay. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the first one would be uh, like a, a point of view or like a vantage point type story with this where we get to see like the little kids watch each one of the, 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 the when Santa's fucking shot, each kid sees it. And like we go throughout their day and see what what they went through and like how traumatic they are, and then you can spin off a TV show from that. I think that'd be pretty fun. Or just all all these traumatized kids. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that that sounds rad. <laughs> or uh, somehow I want uh, Billy and Ricky to go on a rampage. Just fucking find a way to make that happen. Yeah, you find a way that like Billy just comes back from the dead and fucking. And now we can get Sam Raimi. Come here. <laughs> So, yeah, I think those would be cool to partake in. Dan? Just make your own new Christmas horror movie. You don't the, need. You don't want to take the banner? For this. No, you don't need to. I know. I, see, I, I, like the, I like the banner, but make your own Christmas it, movie and like a different one. Yeah, if you want to use that, yes, I, I agree. Dif- tell a different story every time. Uh, I don't. I don't really see a need. The second one, if you love that, it's hard to recreate it. I, I think, if anything, somebody would just try and make it campy on purpose, and it and wouldn't that, work. That never does. The original. We could do I Toy mean, Story in that they, pool room where the antlers <laughs> live, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the original, I don't see any reason to do that either. Just go along and make your own. Like Toy Story, Dan? Wild <laughs> Christmas movie, you know, Get Christmas horror movie. Off me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just don't see any need. We've already remade the first one technically, although be, albeit different, not exactly the same. I have no desire to see a follow-up or another remake. Take the name and do your own something new, something unique. Well, That's... and we do, we do have a pseudo remake with Christmas, Bloody Christmas now. You yeah. know, that kind started out that way, I guess. Yeah. Well, but even like when you watch all these movies together with, when it comes to the Android thing and part five, and then the way he mi- kind of mixes that with the original movie, Mattello. Uh, 
yeah, it's, it's just it's really fucking cool. Even though it didn't end up being a remake, I feel like it belongs to be mentioned. Yeah, it's a distant cousin for sure. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, I, I wanted to make sure we brought that up. Good, good call. Um, I'm with Dan though. I, I I don't want a remake of any of the films that are out. Um, I don't want like a one that's like going for camp because it, it never works like that. Um, I like the idea of of you know Christmas different Christmas horror movie using the name. Um, I, I mean, if it was Lionsgate 20 years ago, we probably would have got that. But yeah. Lionsgate today isn't doing that low budget, that low of a budget picture. It still have to be, and they're not doing direct to video. Well, they do those shitty action movies all the time. So what the well, hell? They, they did that <laughs> shitty Stephen Lang movie too. What the fuck was that bullshit called? Uh, Mid century. Yeah, well, they do a lot of movies, but yeah, but they don't. We don't get that that level. You know the level I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. Dan, from that that era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which would it would have fit? Like, I'm surprised we didn't get him in that era. Honestly, they owned they owned the name, but yeah, I'm fine with the the franchise being done. I have. Wait, that's an option. (laughs) I guess. Uh, Fuck. There there are original movies you can make. You don't need, but I'm okay with them using that name because why not? Christmas are use the name. You weren't like fucking three minutes ago. I mean, I would be 100% fine with them doing another movie, but it just being kind of like how four and five was and it just is off on its own. Uh, But I, I do think Billy deserves to be in a goddamn video game at this point. He's one, he's one of the best in my opinion. When it comes to slasher icons, I no, I'm with you. It's the the figures are perfect. I mean, like the the outfits are perfect for figures, and honestly, the best figure would be the third one if we ever got one. I mean, <laughs> design wise, with the build, yeah, with the liquid, yeah, it has to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm I, I do really love this franchise, even like. Yeah. The weird ones, the the out there ones. Like I, I, I was a little hard on the remake, but I don't hate it. It's just like I said, it's just not when I feel like my Christmas is not complete if I don't watch it. Okay. Like if I didn't watch Silent Night, Deadly Nights, and you know, Christmas Evil, Black Christmas, yeah. um, and Gremlins, which I need to still watch. <laughs> Creeping up, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you basically just named off like my top three fucking Christmas movies. So, but but although now I feel like I'm going to want to watch this movie again or the original. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen, uh, that was our Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise show. Be sure to check out Patreon.com/slash/FleshWoundFeatures, where we have our secret Santa show, and we'll be having more of those going into the new year where we pick movies that each other hasn't seen in any genres. You want to see what those are, go to Patreon and uh, help support us. It all starts at just a dollar and we appreciate it very much. Also get on our discord, check out all our other Christmas content uh, at uh, flesh wound features, of course on YouTube and everywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And other than that, that's all I got guys. Merry Christmas. And we will see you next time. Good evening. Punish. Merry Christmas, and I will see you at Disneyland.
Happy New 